0: Chris Golf here. Louisiana Girls rankings. Uh, you're tuning in to the Fan View Podcast.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Fan View Podcast. We're in the building, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah, it is. Y'all already know this. I'm that boy Fred.
2: Coach Hurricane Head. I got it again.
1: And again and again. And again. <laughs> <laughs> he never stops, y'all. He never stops. Listen, thank you for everybody. Listen, get subscribed. If you're on FanView Podcast, we're on, we on IG, FanView Podcast, we're on YouTube, FanView Podcast, we're on Twitter. Well, it's now X. <laughs> X. Uh, FanView Nola there. Facebook is FanView um, Podcast. TikTok, FanView Podcast. Get subscribed. Get locked in. These episodes are always coming. We can't stop. We will not stop. Yes, sir. But, Coach him, we got another special guest.
2: Yeah, man, we got a good friend of mine, great friend of mine. We actually started up. In the to- coaching game. Together at the same. The, well, the coaching game. At rival schools, did the same schools, and, and been and been locked in ever, ever since, man. My boy, Chris Goff, former head coach, but now director of Louisiana Girls rankings
0: yes sir appreciate you man appreciate you bro
2: y'all yeah man we we like to we like to start our podcast off man by having our having our guests yes. man just explain their journey man and how, they, journey. They, how yeah. they got to you know where they started and how they got to where they at now
0: Ain't no doubt man i mean i'll, I'll kind of go through real, real quick uh the journey wise i feel like in my opinion it's always a little boring with everybody but i, but I like to use this time to uh you know give people motivation, encouragement. Like we, we started where we were at small school or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's what, that was always my hopes and dreams, man. Being from Livingston and Paris, born and raised, I always wanted to be a high school coach. You know, we had made it at that point, um, mm-hmm. like you said, but, uh, I wanted to grow, want to get better. And, uh, would go to college, uh, campuses and, and go to their, their practices and stuff like that. Um, whether it was Southeastern, BRCC, LSU, all these guys, and and girls on both sides, like they they want to have you at their campus. They want to have you involved and grow the game of basketball, man. Right. So if you're a coach and, and your journey is to be the best you can be, do that. But like don't look outside of just whatever your goals are. So my goal is to be a high school coach. I would go to these practices. Long story short, man, they had an opening at Southeastern. Nobody would take it. She's like, Man, you always at practice. You might as well just come on board. And that's how I got my, my jump start in the uh, college, wow. man. And it was just
1: This is men's or women's
0: women's side. Just wow. Never looked back, man. You know, I would, I would go to South Eastern East practice. Um this must have been who that must have been like twenty twelve, something like that. Gotcha. Um you know, I'll be honest, like we weren't very the program wasn't in the place where it is now in Southeastern. We um uh, mm-hmm. we, we kept growing and we you know we dealt with some injuries. Uh and we ended up getting let go. But uh that was my foot in the door, man. And I hit the hit the ground running, jumped on a nickels, won a Converse Championship there. Whew. And uh You know, you know how it is when you have kids, man. I had, had my my son, he's a five year old man. We're talking about going to karate a little bit later. <laughs> that's where uh, LGR was born, man. I always said I always being born and raised in Louisiana, mm-hmm. to get back to uh, girls basketball. And uh but I guess my message with my journey is don't just paint yourself in that box. Whatever your mm-hmm. goal is, man, like Continue to grow and be the best you can at that job, that, that position. But, uh, you know, there, there's bigger things out there. Never mind my wildest dreams while I thought I'd been a college coach. I didn't know what that entailed. And that's what LGR is about is giving back that knowledge that I ended up learning that I didn't even know was out there.
1: But in that journey, man, a lot of times we talk to coaches. And we talk about that journey of getting a, a college basketball coach. Or even we talk to college football coaches now. And every journey seems like it seems to be a little different um or how they got in the door a lot of them is relationships a lot of them are just x's and o's but for you it's wow. just being present <laughs> yep it's being at the it's being at the camps it's being at the places it's being at the facilities. but what made your love what made your love for basketball what it is like what made you attach to basketball
0: like that? great question man great question i'll be honest man being again born and raised from Livingston parish um you know, we had some great basketball. We talked about Tasman Mitchell. The home and, you know, of
1: Tasman Mitchell,
0: grow, growing up, you know, what I'm home saying? of Tasman Mitchell. We were, we were in a great <laughs> spot basketball-wise, especially on the guy side. But people don't realize how good girls basketball is, man. Like, um, yeah, everywhere. You know, you got Holden State Championship. Walkers won state championships. They're in the top twenty-eight all the time. Denham won state championship. Um, when they had the girl that won Shoe. uh, Albany. Of course, we we're talking about them. All these teams, night in. Yeah, man. All Move these all these teams, night in, night out, man, are competing for state championships. And uh, I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a winner. I like to think I'm a winner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew if I wanted to win, I'd have to switch over to the girls' side. Again, being born and raised in a small town, I wanted to get into the girls' side. That's why I switched up to the girls at Albany. And uh, you know, looking up at those state championships every day was just motivation. That's where I ended up going to the practices, trying to get better, and just jumped into from there, man. But, uh, Wanting to be a winner and having this rich basketball history in Libby's and Parish is what kind of fed me into basketball. Oh I, just, I just, want
2: to know. Now I, I remember because at this time, this is when I had left. This is when I left. I had got the opportunity to be at Saint the first, the first go round, and I remember me and you talking, and I knew you had Cheyenne LaBruza coming in. You already had his cousin Randy. You had Quincy, who you had been groomed and like. Like this was a chance for y'all. The only, the only hurdle in the in the district was a meet yep. at the time because they had Tay and Devonte Lee and Tyrus Week. You know, what I'm saying like you just couldn't get past that size before skills wise you was like right there on the cusp, and you're like man, I'm about to go to the girls. I was like yep. <laughs> yeah, right. <Nah." laughs> Yeah, just like not, nah, not nah, we know, like we know what happened with the previous um, girls basketball coach and all that stuff. It's like, you didn't, gr- you grew this. Yeah, Like man. you, bless like, you in tears. Yeah, you, yeah. you know, what I'm saying you grew this. Like, I'm you know, in first practice. Your first practice out there, the kids looking at you like, like just long short short. So how Chris used to have, how how he grew his kids, he got former players that he knew coaches and like we would dog walk them. <laughs> five hours a game they couldn't get us off the court to the point where like chris will get the ball he'll shoot ooh wee, <laughs> <My man, what? laughs> like, like what like what when you come shoot say ooh wee. that, that, that was he doing <laughs> but it was like it but when it was it was endearing to the kids it didn't like i have a kid in the post and like man coach you ain't about to man coach you ain't supposed to be in the move like that every time we scored. Chris, ooh, ooh, <laughs> teach him coach, teach him coach. But then it turned into an environment. The kids, did you see him? Culture. You see in the kid, like, I want to say by district, his first year, it was, we were playing Bugaloosa, and he called a play, and the point guard, as soon as he drew the pass, he just yelled out, ooh, wee they like, it's like they had fully bought in. And I'm like, yeah, Chris. I hate to leave you because, like, we still like we we the only young coaches yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know so That's the that's one of the problems at the small school. You know, like you, especially in Paris, people come to Livingston Paris, they don't leave. So, until they get a ticket, didn't leave. Don't. No, I'm talking about like 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 far far as like like the, the education <laughs> side and all that stuff. Like they don't they don't yeah, leave. they don't leave. They so don't like leave. when you get in, it's like you kind of stay. So I was like, man, I hate I hate leaving you, Chris. Going to Saint Lena with my cool. college teammate. You get a the house there, you get an acre. And then, <laughs> for real, <laughs> and And it come, and it come with a horse.
1: <laughs> come with a horse. <laughs>
2: but then you like when you told me like, yeah, man, I'm about to go to the girl side. Like, how hard was that for you? After seeing like, cause like these kids are still here. Yeah, no, no. Like, like I think this was Quincy's junior year. By by, by the time, yep. And you did you did took them from a like a kid that nobody wanted to a perennial like. Perennial all district kid, maybe you know, like you know, perennial preseason district MVP level, and hop to the girls' side.
0: Yeah, man, it was it was tough, bro. But I mean, again, picture yourself sitting in your office every day, and you you look out the window and you see four, five state championships out there, and every day looking out that window. I mean, no offense, there's no guys' state championship. It's hard. It's tough to win a championship on the guys' side. The girls' it side. Is. You can invest that time that we're investing, and you can you can see the benefit and the reward and stuff like that, uh, on the guy side. but Blue said six for nine guy. You can't compete with that. Correct. Right. Not at high school. So sitting in that office every day, man, looking out at that that state championship wall, man, and like we had talked about before we went live, man, you know everybody on those teams knows somebody that's on that wall, and everybody you know, from you know the people that have came through there. Two Hall of Fame coaches have set the, the the tone. You know, I was just trying to come in there and continue the legacy. You know, Coach Stacey's done a great job with the legacy, and she's actually on the wall. Her mom coached her on the yeah. wall, so it's like just more and more ties, man. It's just like they outwork everybody, and that, that's, that's all it is. They're not going to have the D1 kids night in, night out, but like we talked about it, the state championship, they played Wasman. When against three arguably four kids at Division One, man, I mean had them on the ropes and end up coming in second uh runner up state championship. That's the thing, like a runner up, you don't go on that wall, bro. You're right. Like, you have to win state to win. In order to you get your to win. picture on the wall. So it's just one of those things, man, um, being a competitor and wanting to win and you know, really seeing the benefit of the time you put in, seeing that reward on the outside, man, and just being able to outwork everybody, man. Like we talked about like the Hoyt kid is able to bang against a six foot four girl from Wasman because she's just so strong, physical discipline, and they outwork everybody. Man, so it was a hard change, but I I knew I wanted to do it. You know, just being from Lives and Parish and knowing that if you do put in the work, you can definitely see the reward. So, so where it's at, man.
1: I w- I want to talk about current day, Chris. Um, it seems as if to the to the main mass of media, ever since though women's college tournament this past upcoming year yep. everybody knows the women's college tournament was just far better than the men's it for, for, for the first time in its history yep. it was a landslide difference yep. everybody watched the women's and no one was that in tune with the men's side of college basketball what do you think of some of the things that are contributing to why the public now is starting to pay more attention to women's basketball even at the college level and at the high school level, then they are meant. Yep. Like what the, What are some of the things you're now witnessing for women's basketball that are contributing to this type of success?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great time to be a basketball fan in general. It's a great time to be a women's basketball fan, especially here in the state of Louisiana, with what Kim's doing. I mean, no offense to Nikki Caldwell, but she she played at Tennessee, she coached at UCLA, she didn't have the roots. Right. And uh, I mean, she was there for ten years and just never really grew roots. Kim right. hit the ground running. running. First term I seen Kim at, I was like, congratulations, coach. She said, I got a lot of work to do. And she said, uh, I need to raise X amount of money to redo the locker room. She had it in less than 48 hours. And we're talking millions. Like, whenever you have a women's basketball coach that can come wow. in and do that. Wow. And she's pushing Dawn Staley. Like, Dawn Staley pushed everybody. Correct. Everybody. She put the –
1: and that's what I'm saying. Like, she just – like, hey, Exactly. Let me, let me
0: give you a story. Like, I got goosebumps. I'm at the final four. Right? And this was, man, this I was still in college. This must have been seven, eight years ago, maybe ten years ago. I'm at the Final Four watching as a fan. They they introduced Dawn Staley and kind of give her a, a award for, I forgot what it was, a player, coach, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. This was before she had really made anything. I don't even think they won the SEC tournament or a championship at this point. They announce her at, at halftime or third quarter, whatever it is. She goes to walk off, turns around, walks back to the middle of the court, touches the Final Four logo, basically to say, I'll be back. Like, it's that type of mindset, like having mm-hmm. those type of coaches that are able to push everybody else. Like, so, of course, she came back, boom, she pushed everybody else. Now, yeah. Kim's pushing her. That's crazy. Like it's crazy. Dawn Staley is getting pushed, pushed. by somebody else. Kim's pushing her. Yo's, yo from Ole Miss is, is pushing everybody. Like, man, it's just yeah. wild right now. Every, iron sharpens iron at the end of the day, man. So, man, I just our dead, coaches me. are pushing each other. And yeah. then the players, um, we talked about with the WNBA – um, not allowing the the kids to go into a certain age, basically junior senior year, we're holding these kids in here. Then now you add on the NIL money, um, yeah, where they'll make it, they'll be able to make a decision whether they stay or go. No. um, it's just gonna get better and better, man.
1: It, it, it's just an evolving thing, man. It's just it's like it's like it's it's booming. At one point in time, it was just UConn.
2: Which exactly, is,
1: and, and that's why I want to ask, do you think the rapid growth
2: now? Of where women's basketball is, especially on the co- collegiate level, now is because there's no more past Summits. There's no more like even though Gino's still there, but it's like t- you know, you don't have to, you don't even want to watch basketball because Tennessee's gonna win it t- yeah. in, in this era. Then you don't want to watch it this year because you,
0: you can't want to. You kind of want twice,
2: it, and then, twice, <laughs> and then you like the only the, t- the only time you're gonna watch it is like, hey, these two these two sisters at Stanford. Hey, They legit They might have a chance Yeah and, Oh they did it They did it Okay uh, Now it's back to UConn Now it's Baylor When well, Donnie We got Baylor's coach Yep And It just Went to You don't know Who's gonna win it Yep And it's Driving More and more people To the game Cause now it's It's the one thing In sports That people like Even Even if you're a fan of, Even if you're a super fan Of your team you want to see, you want to chase somebody at some point in time. Yeah, you can't always be the lead dog. Correct. And if you, and if right, I wanted this year, Chris wanted next year, Fred wanted the year after. We we still we still here. We still oh yeah. Who gonna win it now? Yep. And not Now we're drawing to it. No doubt. Do you think that is kind of what?
0: Yeah, I mean, hundred percent. Because I mean, LSU was a three c you know. What I mean, and I'll, I'll say this publicly. I said it a lot to a lot of my friends, man. It's the worst basketball team to ever win a national championship. Like that LSU team was not very good, but Kim had everybody playing, and she does not do anything special, man. Like, again, they have practices. It's very easy to go to the practice. I encourage everybody, anybody who watches, man, please go watch LSU women's basketball practice. They're not doing anything special, man. Like, it's it's fundamentals. They're grinding. They're outworking everybody. They finish long long-ass practices <laughs> and they send them to the weight room right. like it's, it's a grind and the kids come back they have access to come in and out but she gets the kids to buy in and play so hard man right and like like to your point they're a three seed they upset two people along the way and then they beat the dog that everyone thought was going to win by a landslide you know what right. i'm saying like so chasing somebody being the underdog getting high at the right time being having that on the on the women's side definitely helps um a lot of people don't know, but there, there's 15 scholarships on the women's side, but there's only 13 on the guy side. I think that has a little bit of an impact on loading up these teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do see a lot of the top teams, like Kim's never going to have 15 kids on scholarships. She just knows that's going to kind of cause too so much problems with the way her style is. She's going to play eight or nine guys. Right. UConn used to be the same way. Mississippi State was when they were high. Dawn Staley, I don't, she's kind of in the 13, 14, 15 range. Right. But Having fifteen scholarships you can load up on everybody. You can load up on everybody. You, know I'm saying? you can take that a girl, Kenyal Perry, six foot six kid from, from McKinley a couple years ago. I mean, she got picked up by Texas A and M just as a maybe she'll she'll turn out. You know what I'm saying? You can take a fifteenth kill in a you can definitely take an opportunity. Um, kinda hurts the parody, but uh with it being title nine and like you talk about what Pat Summit fought for, that's yeah. never gonna change. Mm-hmm. But with so much talent being squeezed in between the NIL allowing people to stay, the COVID year allowing people to stay, yep. WNBA requirements, I think it's a it's a great balance right now. You know what I'm saying? I think we'll see the, and the LSU was upset last year, and they were the, they hosted Sweet 16, I and mean, that was their goal this year, was just to win their last home game, game. you know right. what I'm saying? They, they end up giving themselves a chance.
1: And- and now the expectations are completely changed. It's like the PMAC is going to be lit. Man. It's going to be lit.
0: If, if no one's been to the game again, anybody watching, man, take your kids, doesn't matter what age you are, male, female, man, you got to go. Like, it's something to see. I'll I, I tell you my son all the time, man. I'll be honest with you. About first quarter in the first quarter of halftime, we walk around. Like, I just like to see all the fifth graders, seventh grade girls, See the AAU teams coming, man. Like, we haven't had that in 10, 15 years, man. <laughs> this it's gonna be it's gonna be scary, man. What, what's coming up the pipeline in girls' basketball here in Louisiana? These fifth graders, sixth graders, seventh graders, Flager's coming to kids' games. Wow. She, she went to a Zachary uh high school game last year. They was able to pull her out. What, what that does to kids. Man? They do for kids. Oh my Because if they, they, they see it, they like, oh, this could be me. You know what I'm saying? And even if it ain't. It's cool, it's but clean. it could be, man. Like, the next Michaela Williams, next Simone Augustus is in the PMAC somewhere this Watch season. It.
2: Watching. Watch it. It. Now, now, one of the things, like, we talked to, you know, we've had AJ on. We had Coach Roy on at Delgado. You know, so, and one of the things that is cause consistent, from the men's side is when it comes to high school basketball in the state of Louisiana on the boy's side, I know you can attest to it when you go look, when you look at every other state, we're way behind, We're way behind. But now on the girl's side, I feel like we're, we might not be flagship, but pretty damn close to say we're a football state you know what do you think and i think you know lgr is like one of the um biggest things of helping us because it's getting exposure it's getting exposure to 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 the um to the to the girls in our state what is what do you think is the re- some of the reasons why louisiana as a state is starting to advance more and more on the girl side of things when it comes to basketball.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like to say LGR definitely had a had an impact. Um, and you know, we're just trying to give a platform to everybody. And it's not a like the rankings are cool and everything, but Michaela Williams is going to LSU or wherever she wants to go in the country, no matter what. You know, what I'm saying that's not LGR is not for the top five to whatever. Like we're going to have, I think, seven or eight D1 kids this year in the 24 class. It's not about those kids. Maybe we could help the sixth, seventh, or eighth kid get to that low right. age spot. But it's about kids that are nine through 50, right? The people that are reaching out right now saying, because you know, a lot of these JUCOs, they're trying to navigate the COVID year and the yep. portal and everything. Mm-hmm. They're, honestly, they're missing out on kids because they're waiting on the portal. So with girls basketball, not like guys. Guys, you can say I got an opportunity for twenty twenty three right now. Yep. Girls, man, within the last two weeks, 15, 20 scholarships have came across our radar, and there's just no kids available. Like nobody, they're they're waiting too long. But like it's it's just piecing those two things together. Like right? if you want to, that if you want to play the next level, man, if you and you're willing to travel, we can find a spot for you. At the end of the day. No matter who it is or what it is, you're willing to work, you're willing to get better and you wanna play, we can we can piece it together. And that's all it is with LGR. We're just trying to piece those things together. Um, we're trying to give the kids a platform to where they can see kids and, and I mean, again, we go back to Michaela Williams. She corrected me at the state championship. I was like, How talk about the unseen hours and the five thirty AM workout? She's like, Nah, it's it's four thirty. Like, Whoa. This, like it's it's like levels Whoa. to that. Man. Explaining Whoa. those stories. There's levels to this. <laughs> Explaining those Whoa. stories, man, and getting those stories out to where the kids are like, Well, she's working at four thirty, I'm gonna work at four AM. Like, you know, like stuff like that, right? So Michaela was the number one player in the country. Right. I'll be honest with the ESPN guys came like, what do you think about the girls named Juju? What do you think about switching them? I said, Please, man, do that. Like Michaela's had her shine. It was it, They asked me for my opinion. I said, please switch them. Like, put Michaela number two. The chip on that kid's shoulder, right, from being one to two nationally. Nationally. Dude, she made such a huge jump in her game between the USA, you know, not starting to getting back in the gym, winning the first ever state championship at Parkway. Like, that's a national example. Yeah. Like we're doing the same thing here in Louisiana with LGR and the rankings and switching kids. And, I mean, I just hope everyone doesn't take it personal whenever we do evaluate, switch people. Right. I mean, we're just trying to get the conversation
1: started. just trying to get the conversation
0: started. Trying to keep it going about girls' basketball, keep content and our kids talking and just give them an opportunity. Um, my favorite quote is, opportunities don't go away. They just go to somebody else. So, if we're, if we're not giving our girls opportunities. They
1: go somewhere else. They're
0: not, they not. That opportunity ain't going away. I ain't that opportunity? Is going you know, to somebody in Texas, somebody in Mississippi, or whatever it is. So that's what it is, man. I get passionate about this. So hey, hey, y'all, hey, y'all hey, that's, what, that's why that's
1: why we here. This is, look, <laughs> this is what this is for. I get talking a lot. This is what this is for. Look,
2: we we the, the vision of this is so. I know you know me a long time, but like this is this is my hometown. This is this is where I'm from. Back when we graduated high school in 03, nobody was doing this. Nobody for us. was doing this. Like nope. you had to
1: be. I was doing this. The
2: guy. Facts. And we've been around coaching ball players long enough to those. Uh, sometimes the guy right now is not the guy later on. In in two weeks. Correct. A year or two. The guy that was Man, man, you talking about a little stuffy that used to hold the water bottles and stuff? Up? Yeah, that kid that kid going to Notre Dame though. Yep. Yeah. What? Yeah. Hey, that, man, man, you talk about, like, one of the good friends of mine, he played quarterback. Man, man, you talk about the quarterback? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Where, where he at now, man? You know, Drew Coder, he, he he's at Duke. He's at Duke. Crazy, bro. He's at Duke. What? Yeah, yeah. Man, you talk about, man, little Melvin, he's always getting in trouble. Man, what man yeah. what ever happened to little Melvin? He got drafted by Orlando Match. match. It's like, whoa. whoa. You know what I'm saying? So now, what happens if we give people who's passionate Yep. Don't ask for nothing The spotlight To say Hey This is the things That we learned We want to help Your kids get out
0: Yep Exactly What happens
2: What happens when you When you put a camera In front of people And like yep. And give them a spotlight To do that okay. Now It elevates The next generation and that's That's all we about We If
1: Cause if you If you ain't passionate About it The kids don't want it any- the, kid, the kids no. don't want it Anyway They don't want to be They don't want to be Connected or involved Or something that's That they can't connect with and obviously that's that's why the advancement of social media has been you know grown at fuck exponential rate because everybody can attach with it everybody can connect with it but when it comes to these kids like I i try to advise people man listen do you want it yep do you want it it goes back to what chris said you know when it comes down to opportunities um they don't get past by They just go somewhere else do you want this you got to put the dues in you got to put the days in you got to put the nights in you got to put the you got to put the grind in and at the end of the day it's gonna all show in the end Yep. you know what I mean but it doesn't matter if if you're a kid and playing with and playing girls basketball especially in the time of today it's not all about trying to get to Ella shoot which is i'm not saying it's not a goal but the amount of exposure that women's basketball is getting Around the country, man. If you just get to keep do your work and get and pay your dues, you can you can get your shot.
2: But see, this is this is the and I can say this as a coach. The biggest difference between men's sports and women's sports. Men, they want the shiny day Yep. They want the shiny day Whatever the this kid be five foot five. Prime example, friend. Let's use me for we you. Played basketball in high school, mm-hmm. pretty decent. Mm-hmm. I was six five. That's a point guard. That's a point guard. That's a shooting guard. Chris Ball. <laughs> that's it. Fred, you know me my whole life. I can't dribble the same my. out the in the post. Watch out. Yes. Yeah. Dribbling, bringing up court. That ain't my game. So, but the Duke is out the question. And that's high school. Yeah, that's out the question. The question. If I wanted to watch. play basketball, it's ECC, you know, say Pearl River Community College at at best. Yeah, women on when when it comes to women's sports, they just take the thing and make the best out of the opportunity. That's the difference. They're willing, like if hey LSU might be the star, But If LSU units come knocking and I ain't got to pay, I'm there. Yep. Yeah, I'm there because I understand. Look. There's only limited spots in a, in there's only limited teams in WNBA for one. Yeah, with limited teams, limited spots, but overseas is a whole new world. Correct. So I
1: can still, they can get still my can, dream. They can still play. They and I'm pay the game. They can still play the game outside of I would say the NBA or the WNBA mm-hmm. parameters. So Correct. For us as men, it's either NBA. Or no league. Not to say that we Down. don't go play cross Down. season, but it's, that's the that's the that's the dream investor. Yeah, that's yeah. the dream investment. For women, it's a it's a bit different. Um, their their role to playing professional. To so they look at it as professional basketball, we see NBA. Mm-hmm. We don't see. We don't think any other league true. is professional. That's true. They just see professional basketball. So to them, professional basketball is playing out of country, playing overseas, playing the WNBA. Mm-hmm. We look at it different because we've been advertised that NBA is the only professional basketball when it's not true so we believe that going d1 they're all playing for if you're a men's basketball player we've been playing for the the yukons playing for the dukes playing for the carolinas the michigan states now y- you know we believe that's that you play basketball there, you, or, or you're not playing
0: that level yeah that's not how women see it i mean it, I, <laughs> a lot of the women's side too you'll you'll see though at Nichols, right I I'm not, I don't want to play overseas. I, I want to be a nurse. Like, I, I want to be a doctor. Like, you yeah. get the kids in. Like, at Nichols, Coach Playson, she was my boss, but I mean, she was one of the few ones that would allow kids to come in and major in nursing because you deal with the clinicals and stuff. I was there for five right. years. Mm-hmm. When I first got there, that just graduated, a young lady that um went to be a nurse. And when I left, we had just sent a girl. She was a nurse. Like, that's what that's it is. I give you a story. Coach Lisa Stockton at Tulane just just posted um, mm-hmm. on her social media last night. Um, they had a player that was all-conference for them. <laughs> helped lead them to a conference championship. She played overseas, uh-huh. came back, did her uh, um, residency in uh, California. Now she's their team doctor, dude. Went from being a player, all-conference, played overseas. She's Tulane's team doctor now. Man. Like, wow. Freaking cool is that like that's 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 like the dream on on, on the women's side you know what i'm saying yeah you it's cool to do whatever J is gonna make money being a rapper and, and an yeah. influencer and everything else if she makes money playing basketball it's just land yeah you know what i'm saying like it's, right. it's a little bit bigger than than basketball on the girls side and they, they use through. it as a as a stepping stone you know what i'm saying to get whatever they want and uh i think i think that's you know that's cool on the girls side and again back to pat summit fighting for title nine for so many years yeah there are more opportunities on the women's side, right? So there's 15 scholarships compared to 12, and on down the line, like there's just more kids that can come through. Emily Ward was at LSU. She's a walk-on. It's always her dream to play at LSU. Mm-hmm. She ain't playing basketball no more. Like she's gonna go on to be a coach and you know, camps and and do whatever it is that she wants to do. She's gonna be extremely successful. But it was never her dream to play in the WNBA. Or whatever it was to play at LSU. Right. She walked on there, had an opportunity, and now she's moving on, man. Like. A lot of these kids they do such a good job of just using the vehicle to get right. them to the next spot, whatever it is their dream is.
2: I, I being that. being removed for the sidelines. Great question. As, as 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 passionate of a guy as man, look, the sidebar. You don't see a, a more passionate couple than him and his wife. <laughs> i'm watching his wife this is this, this i don't even think they was engaged yet when he was when he was like the first year they they was they they wasn't the second i think that's that's the they got engaged she's sitting at the boys basketball game are oh, you too soft <laughs> i can't <even> say that <laughs> i don't care coach he's soft he getting pushed around stuff you know that that was like, it yeah, is mean, <laughs> mean, say, you, say, like that. It you know that that, that was that, that was a cool dynamic that was a cool d- dynamic right there to watch and be a part of but to um to to go from the sidelines and be in it to now just how hard it's it, tough, how it's hard is that because it's, lie, it, cause, cause it's like, like I've never seen a person call a more animated timeout Besides Greg Popovich, did Chris? Yeah, I get, I get Chris would walk out time there in the middle. Time out, full, give it to me. Don't even let the referee <laughs> signal. It, <you> know, <laughs> he just, just walked until <laughs> they call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: walked to us. No doubt. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's I'm passionate. I mean, the people that are in our circle, whatever they know. But I mean, <laughs> my last year at summer league, I will give you a story. Man, I uh, chewed on my girls out so hard. But I knew like she had my back. I'd been coaching her for four or five years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like the referee went up to her after, was like, "Hey, baby, you okay?" Like, the kid rode with me to the game. Kid rode home <laughs> with me to the game. She, <laughs> she's giving me the story, so it looks like I'm just reaming this kid. Right. But we need her in that moment to grow, and uh, you know, I mean, we call time. out, chewed her out. She's seen the play after. We can put that one play on highlight uh, of oh. film, and she get a scholarship off that one play. But uh, it's those I, those moments that I miss the most, you know what I'm saying? Like, really having that, that close-knit with that, that young lady, um, bringing her to the game, mm-hmm. bringing her home, talking to the parents, following up with them when they're in college and stuff like that. But given the platform where I'm at, I'm able to touch so many more kids. It's not as tight of a bond, but I'm able to touch a lot more kids. So right. it's, it's, it's more beneficial there. Like, walking around, I mean, like the college coaches, like, last – uh, two weekends ago, we had the basketball on the body. There's 24 courts, um, like 200 or something teams. There's college coaches all over the place. It's a lot of period. And and uh, all the kids are coming up to me, dapping me up or whatever. Like, man, how do you know all these? Kids? Like, I'm talking like fifth graders to 12th grade. 12th graders. You know? Like, they're all like dapping me up with everything, and like, it's like, how do you know them all? It's just that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get to know the kids. You don't know them as close, but you do get to know more of them. Which and more of them. Yeah. I enjoy that. X's nose wise, man, I missed that part a lot. That's, that's what I missed the most. No, we like to try to grow the game. Um, we've been doing the basketball rules are changing this year. Five fouls per quarter is going to shoot straight to two free throws. Woo. All LGR events. We've been doing that for two years. Like we've, we, we try to do new rules. You can advance the ball, uh, under a minute, uh, in the last minute of the game. Like you can in college, right? We play college rules, shot clocks, all that stuff. So I, I'll try to grow the game, and I'm, like, putting all these rules in. I'm, like, I'll be at the score table, like, coach, you, you can call a timeout, dog, you can advance the ball. Like, there's only four seconds left. Like, I missed that part of it. Right. Putting the rules into place, like, people not taking advantage of them, I guess, kind of aggravates me. But, like.
1: <laughs> yeah, because that's part of the game. Man. Part of the game is understanding <laughs> and maximizing the rules. Man. That's, like, that's part of, that gives that gives a that coach part.
0: that yeah. edge.
1: Yeah. Like, when a, when a coach knows the game. The edges, man. He could he can push those rules to yep. its limits to try to maximize opportunity for for when when a, a failure rate. And when you see coaches don't do that, you're like, man, you're not. Yep. You, you feel like they're missing an opportunity because they're not stretching the rules to their to their fullest
0: potential. Yep. You don't know what can happen if you stretch some of these rules. Do this. Do this. Do this. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And I, I'll be honest, like we're. I'm the technology coordinator for at the Coach Association. We had uh, Coach Bob Starkey came down. We had a great turnout, 100-something coaches. That's where we had uh, linked up. We had a good turnout. We had 900-something coaches yeah, at wow. the event. Um, wow. But, I mean, every every event was 150 basketball coaches every time. But you're starting to see it come back a little bit because of the buzz of basketball. Mm-hmm. But Honestly, man, our coaches are holding our kids back at this point. Our kids are training. We have the platforms. LSU is where it's at. Our coaches are going to have to continue. Because a lot of the older coaches, they're going to be retiring soon. Like, there's no really – like, the guys that were speaking, they got four or five years left in them maybe. A lot of the people that are in those, there's not – I mean, there's a there's a ton of super young kids, but there's nobody in the middle for whatever reason. Um, I got you. They, I mean, we got to do a better job as coaches of, of growing and continuing to grow the game, grow our game. Like, that's how I got my opportunity in college. I was literally like, Coach, when you got practice, all right, I'm there. Like to where we were like exchanging number, like exchange number after the first practice. Normally you go through the dobo or whoever else, but then you start talking to the coaches. You exchange the number with them. Y'all like, got practice today, yeah. Come mm-hmm. through. And, like you just show up, right? Being present and watching. There's never been a college practice where I went to where I didn't take something from it, right? And those are all open. Coach Starkey gave his phone number, his email, like every the national championship. You talk about UConn. Mm. You can literally go to – remember how good UConn is? You can literally right. go see UConn. They're 45 minutes up the road in Baton Rouge. Like, LSU is the new UConn. Yeah. And you can go see their practice whenever you want. Just call them up and let them know. That's how we grow, right? And then going to the clinics and all that stuff. But
1: It's like there's a void missing between that that older group and that – it's like there's a missing yep. group.
0: For whatever reason, I, I, and it may, it may be – the older group was here for so long, it kind of washed a little bit of it out. But, I mean, I think the young group is passionate. We just got to keep them in. It's, been, it's getting harder and harder to be a teacher. It's getting harder and harder to be a coach. It's not getting easier. I do think the kids are getting passionate, more and more passion. Um, so, I, th- I mean, again, like with the platform LGR, like we're, we're we're putting people on the platform. Like whenever it came to Wasman in Albany, Literally, all the kids got to do is go to our website. Website's completely free and look it up. All right, this kid's number four in their class. She's going to be pretty damn good. This kid's <laughs> number seven in our class. She's going to be pretty damn good. And like, you're able to keep up with people throughout. Um, throughout. And we do, we do a middle school all-star game. Um, middle school starts in seventh grade, goes all the way to juniors. Try to bring them in, get, like, a little banquet and everything. And you're sitting across from each other, exchange yep. number, whatever. Um you get to know Michaela Williams when she's in seventh grade, and you get to keep up with it. like, well, she's number one player in the country doing this and this and that. I got to get my ass in the gym, and,
2: like Jim, you know,
0: it, just continue to grow. Like, I think the kids are growing. I think the coaches gotta. It's the next step. it's the.
2: I and I know you 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 you've done it too. The the things that we've had the most successful as a, as a coach, and I think this was year fifteen for me know sheesh! oh tell me about it. <laughs> but is I have the most success against the old the older coaches and the brand new coaches because here's the thing and it's I want every coach out here to hit to hit it especially the ones that man I want to coach I want to coach the sport is the sport football is football baseball is baseball if you're a soccer person soccer is soccer ba- basketball is basketball it's what is your foundation of your program? Are you willing to evolve when the game evolves? Yep. And like y'all said earlier, do you understand the rules? Sometimes, like on the sideline, I just sit there and be talking to the ref. Hey, that's a illegal formation. You know that, yep. right? Yep. Is it? He got he got an eligible receiver covered up. Something as simple as that, and I know I got like like I'll steal it to my advantage. Like, hey, look, look, and that's the guy that caught the ball. Flags down, talking to Hey, he was covered up. It could be a big game. <sighs> Don't matter. It's coming back. And, the, you know, the coach, dude, they, he's sitting over there fussing instead of getting the understanding. Getting like, wait, wait, like, what's going on? What's going on? Man, 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 man. Coach, you a legal formation. Man, no way there's a legal formation. Line up. Nada. Now the referees are penting on it. Coach, he covered up again. Like the refs going will give leeway because they want the game. That's yeah, part they want of the players to decide the outcome. But, yeah, but if you if you sitting there if 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 you blatantly like just was it, and then all it takes is especially if you have an experienced official if you just bring it to their eye because they they are responsible for so much if you just bring it to their eye and they just flag
0: Yep.
2: Or something as simple Those as
0: things that win you the game. I mean that, that's. Earl Rogers has won
2: yeah five
0: two. state championships in a row but and
2: he's a ref and a basketball yeah. <laughs> that, both that,
0: that was what his clinical speech was on like mm-hmm. things little things that are winning the game like so you're talking about like that in basketball reference he made was ball goes to the net you don't have any timeouts clock keeps running all you gotta do is hit the ball all right it's a delay a game what, what does the referee have to do boop he has to stop the whistle he has to blow the whistle stop the clock delay a game warning on white that's our first warning to get two it's a technical. But the clock stops now you're able to set your defense up you're able to still stay in the game little things like that right as and then maybe it's something that we need to do a better job of passing down um but man it's that, it's that passion right it's the mm-hmm. passion that that the kids are starting to get back the coach has got to meet the passion whether it's opening up your freaking gyms like having people yeah because man the, the gym. are nakia, just not... nakia jones from zachary dude craziest thing ever like they're she's in the gym all day two weekends ago at basketball and by, she's coaching two teams. She runs a program. She gets four or five kids in the car. They going home. Coach, we want to go to the gym. She could easily said no. Right? Yeah. She could easily. Said, they got to be back in New Orleans tomorrow playing. She got coach two teams, four games. Got to take care of all these other kids. She could easily said no. She said all right, cool. She goes in, got the keys to Zagger. She's assistant coach there. They set the uh, shooting machine up. They're shooting on the gun and got four or five kids. Again, fifth grader all the way to 11th grader and then they got um uh, or 10th grade then they got the the big girls on the other side doing Mike and drill like how is this girl how's this big girl getting so much better because she's just in the gym just using Mike and drill like simple stuff man just giving these kids uh a platform or an opportunity to continue to just stay in the gym man that that hunger man that hunger i think kim Mulkey's doing a good job of passing that on to everybody man
1: but it's a, i think the difference is also just attributing to like i'm going back to my childhood my teenage years right man these recreational playgrounds used to be open yep that's true at a certain at, a, at I, I would say regularly um uh, now we're not seeing much recreational playgrounds as open as much so everybody think maybe their mindset is that is out of when i trying to get in the gym i got to be an organized player where when we was coming up you didn't have to be organized but hoop, You just you were just playing. Meet me at the park. Yep. Meet me at the park. Mm-hmm. Meet me at the park. And you meet me at the park, we go get in the gym. We're not really playing organized recreational but We're not running here running sets. But the, we knew the guys who were recreational
0: hey, I, I was white and I couldn't jump. We used to meet at the park with the 9-foot rims. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so bad.
1: Hey. You get better on the 9-foot goal because yeah. you just playing all day. Yeah. You all day. Yeah. You be out there playing all day and not realizing that you got better. Yep. Then, you took, then you'll took, then find a kid or two say, man, listen, That kid could play some just some organized basketball. Let's put him in some organized activities, run a little motion, (laughs) and see how he responds. But I think that kids want to play, and I think people want to coach, but also that connection with that gym, that recreational gym. A lot of our recreational gyms are just just facilities. It is a facility. They're just facilities. They're just not open- to the public as much to where you can find sometimes that kid can go just meet that coach and they don't even they don't know the brand of coach who they are they don't know who they i didn't realize i'm probably talking to some real high shot coach they but being in that gym playing around a little bit you know i think i i experienced that a lot more my teenage years coming out of school having a gym accessible right. that i think kids are recognizing today so I just think kids – kids want to do that stuff. And I think – but we got to have the people available to make sure those places are open. And th- that way they can kind of make those connections.
0: And, and honestly, I mean, with LGR too, we got to do a better job of promoting those people. Like Coach Tiff, we get with her. Like she's at GPRD and uh, she does a fantastic job, man. Like you can look at the list of kids that she sent to college from – I mean, you can go all the way down the list. She's came out of the game. We pulled back in. But she's doing it. That that was- not even grassroots. I'm going to grab that. In a second. Right. She, she's not, not even grassroots, but, um, like she's doing it at a younger age. What they call bitty basketball. Right. Bitties. Bitty, bitty kid. kid. <laughs> J, JPRD. <laughs> Stop for me on that. But yeah. Like but, the, coach, the coach tips of the world, man, we got to do a better job. A, highlighting those people. B, giving them the support that they need. Because I mean, they are like a down. So that's a dying breed right down there. Dying breed. Right? Like, biddy basketball that's again where i got back into my little sister it's her birthday today. It's, uh actually it was just crazy but Leo season baby man like i remember like going to all these cutoff and galliano and yeah old biddy basketball but like all those kids stayed together the whole time they grew up Made deep runs in the playoffs, like that's where it all starts, man. That's where you love for the, the game, blue
1: and black so. basketball, baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. you you sitting there playing that that that, that, I'm sorry, that yellow and black. Listen, that was the times. Yes, that was the times. Is,
2: the sad thing is, that's how you knew when you made it. When the basketball changed, you're like, oh yeah, yep. oh yeah, yep. I'm, I'm elite. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs>
1: y'all play, y'all playing with that y'all playing with the brown one, yellow and black over here, yellow yeah, and black <laughs> over here. <laughs> you no, know, you know you're coming up, man. But to, I, I want to ask you about this question here. Um. What skill level you think that women's basketball now has taken that leap in? Like when you watch the game, you know, highest coming advanced in the high school, what skill level you think that has become a lot better for women's Good basketball course. that you've seen over the years?
0: Uh, I mean, I'm I'm it's footwork, man. Like everyone's gonna think it's shooting. I think it's is obvious, right? It's, it's the shooting, the dribbling has improved, but it's footwork. it's the footwork coming off the screens, catching and shooting, it's footwork. Dribbling the ball, picking up, ready to shoot, it's the footwork in the post. The girls' game is played below the rim, um, so your footwork is what's going to separate you from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say the the game of basketball in transition is one of the first three steps. So if you're, you're transitioning from offense and defense, your first three steps, you can beat somebody down the court or you can get beat down the court. If that that goes back to like footwork. The footwork and the post is amazing. Like the Brittany Grinders, all the way down, Andrew Reese. All these people, right? Footwork, their ability to use their body. You're playing angles. Um, you know, you're again, you're not trying to out jump everybody. If you're six four and I'm six one, it's a big gap on the guy side. It's not a big gap on the on the side. side. I put my body into you. I take your legs out, block you out. Talked about Albany. Mm-hmm. One of the best teams of blocking out. They're one of the best rebounding teams. They got a. They probably don't have a killing team that can touch the net. If, right? that. if they, block, they block out and they they like use the position and the body and it's footwork, man. Footwork is is where it's at. Footwork is key, um, but that takes time. Somebody's got to really work with you one on one, whether it's individual training, training, um, low block. Like again, like I see it again, even in the college level. I coached a post for five years in college. I wasn't a post guy, right? I was the guy who was watching the Instagram post, the bar handling and everything. And I, when I was at South Eastern I was with the guards so that right. was easier. I got the Nichols, got JP. He's now the head coach there. Yeah. He had the guards my on lock. block. I just, I like, just to paint. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, I'm not touching that. So I got to go relearn how to, how to be a best post coach. And the footwork inside there will freaking take you like leaps and bounds, man. Like we'll have all commerce play every year because we're teaching them, right? So, us young coaches, we got to do a better job of learning footwork in the post. Like, and footwork coming off screens and catching and scoring and without dribbling. Like, we got enough trainers and everything else. Coaches, I think the most important thing is to focus on is footwork.
2: Since you've been with LGR and the rankings and, you know, and like it's progressed. Year after year, like I'm, I'm, I'm not even. Last year, y'all doing a hell of a job over there. Because like I watch, I remember when you when you started, and then from where where it is now, it's like it's night and day, and y'all y'all keep growing. Who's that kid that used like all right? They came across it. Like all right, so them at like thirty something. This is this is a sophomore year, and then and then Seeing you was like, I knew she had something in her, but I ain't know she had. That.
0: That's tough, man. That's tough. I mean, Michaela Williams. Is, is, I'll talk about her. I'll come back to somebody else. Michaela Williams, my business partner with LGR. He actually used to run a combine. He had Dan Olson come down, which was the guy, lead guy for ESPN. Mm-hmm. So I was coming in, at earth's line, just trying to. I mean, let's call it what it is. Recruit. I was trying to see young kids, seventh and eighth graders what? in the area. Michaela was there. I gave her like a 94 grade. I was like grading kids out like you would at anything else. But she was a forward at the time. You can see it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But like I talk about it all the time, man. Like, of course you gotta have the the, the God given talent. You gotta have a good support system, man. Like you gotta have there's so much more goes into it. She had a brother, a young she has a young brother that sacrificed a lot. She had great parents, you know what I'm saying? Like mom and dad was in the house, like right. waking her up every morning to get so her to the support system. Know, not only that, she had to have a trainer wake up in the morning, like to to to, to catch up. It's just all those unseen hours, right, to where that kid is, in my opinion, as good uh, as, if not better than Simone Augustus. Like, that's the – that, that's where we're speaking at. And then you look back at Simone. Simone had mom and dad, too. Like, she had trainers and coaches and everybody. Like, you got to have the support. That so you see so many kids that are at that same level in the seventh grade, like you talked about. But then the gap, the separation is not only the kids' drive, of course, but it's the support system, man. Like, when I say it takes a village, man, it takes a village. To get to where that is, from where she's at, like a – she would have been, no doubt, a low-major, mid-major kid, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But to be the number one player in the country,
1: it takes the support. Like, that's
0: – man, it takes a lot of sacrificing from not only the, the kid and the family, the coaches, it takes everybody, man. Like to see that unfold, like as we're building LGR mm-hmm. again. Like I said, like Michaela is gonna be Michaela. She's gonna go to LSU no matter what or wherever she wants. Where to go? But to be able to share that story to everybody and to give that story to everybody and help give that story out, man, it was it was amazing. Um, but to your point, man, that's a great question. Who's the basically who kind of took the biggest jump? You don't really see it as much on the on the girl side, like with the guy like he's mm-hmm. like a huge growth spurt, but um. Man, that's a good. I mean, Brittany Burton, the girl from Big Girl from Wasman, yeah. basically came out of nowhere.s Um, she's six four at the end of the day, so that definitely helps her, benefits her. But mm-hmm. her hands, just the more you watch her, the kid never played AU either until this last year. Wow. Um, so like you know, you don't really see him as much. So I would say like, you no, know, we see most of the girls in AAU. Anybody's. Watch them man. You, you got to get your kids out. You got to play summer basketball here. You travel season. <clears throat> the college coaches, myself included, it's 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 easier for us to go to one gym, basketball on a bike, convention center in New Orleans, yep. twenty six courts, watch basketball all day for five straight days. I can highlight. I can I can see 50, 60, 70 kids that, in my opinion, are going to be at the Division one level. Whereas if I go five days on the road during high school, I might see. Four or five tops. Tops. Because I got to go five different gyms. Got to go five different gyms. Five different days. Yep. This game, this way, I'm watching. There's eleven games a day. I'm watching 55 games. You know, that's if I watch the whole game. I can watch this for a half, this for a half, and that's how it is. You got to get your kids an opportunity. Um, play AAU. So back to my story, Brittany Burton didn't play AAU, so we just didn't see her. Right. We had her down on the rankings, but uh, man, that kid's again one of the best post players we've had in a long time. Um.
2: I know, I know one person that you helped out with, with, with the rankings and stuff was Haley Brumfield. Yep. Because, you know, Jen and rightfully so, Jim got, out, like, a lot of notoriety and stuff. And when, when y'all started covering and, like, posting the stuff about them, and everybody was like, who's this Haley kid? Like, you're like, nah, I knew her. You know, the kid, the people like, in, in the Amy area in North Shore knew her. But then when you sitting there, like, I heard... One was it Rayville they played on which the state championship. I think yeah, I think it was Rayville, and I heard a coach saying, "It's not her we got to worry about. Stop two, yeah. stop two And like because like she's athletic, she's big for her side but she's not. She and she's like, and because her brother played played for us, and she's just as competitive as him. So like she's if if her brother was doing twenty push-ups, she's gonna do twenty-one. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was like, and then it's like, it it gave her the opportunity I ain't to let my sit, do me to to get sit that. there. No more. No, I'm saying like that, like, <laughs> like, like like. But that's what it was. Like so, man, like, you did 21. Mm, that's 25, 30. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like like like, like yeah. going back and forth You know what I'm saying? And, but like, it gave her the opportunity. To like, man, we about to play. We we playing doll who's in the district. she's they got her ring higher than me.
1: Let's find
0: out. Let's find out. That, <laughs> that's, that's what it's all about, bro. And that's what yeah, LG is, kids. LGR is all about, bro. It's free, man. Like, of course, like, we make our money off our events and our camps and stuff like that, but the website is free, man. To like, keep the conversation going. And not only is Haley Brumfield chasing whoever's above her. I think we got her like in the 6, seven, eight. She's chasing the kids that are above her every night, night and night out. The kids that are above her, like, know that she's coming. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to get the best of the best night in, night out. Yeah, you, you you can see you you gonna know
1: that she's coming there. You know that she's gonna be in the building, and you gotta bring your best. Always, bro. And if you don't bring your best, if you're trying to c- climb up that same ladder, you get what I'm saying? Like, nah, it's, this it's about competition.
0: Iron Sharman's iron, man. Iron Sharman's iron. We're doing a great job. The kids are doing a great job of buying in. The families are doing a great job buying in. When we update the rankings, man, I turn social media off for 48 hours. It gets a little, it gets a little dicey at that point. But man, after that, it's just so, we get so much love, like, so much support. Like, there's there's so much, like, it takes a village, like I say it all the time. Like, I'm down south, I got a guy that helps up north, but we got people that
1: all over the place, about my, my daughter and I top 10, what's going on? <laughs> we
0: got people all over the place. We got Caroline Bradley. She's in, like, as North Louisiana as you can possibly be. Wow. She was a seventh grader. Uh, well, she's an eighth grade last year, going into her eighth grade year. Kid had eight SEC offers. God. Right. Like people just don't know that story. They probably would never right. know that story until she's a junior or senior. But we we're able to get that story out. She's literally the best post player we've had since Kalani Brown. Like in the state. Like that's how good she's. She's eighth grade, right? Um, or she'll be a, she'll be ninth grade next year. Like she just got offered by LSU. Um, like that is Stories yeah. that we're trying to get out We're trying out. to grow um, That's major stories But then there's the other ones Like the, the smaller ones Um, Michaela Manley She's at Barb Like she's number one Two, three, four, five Kid kind of back and forth all, right. all year long And these girls are like They're seeing themselves Compete against these guys and, and they're taking note man They're taking note Whether they're playing against you or not They're keeping up with each other mm-hmm. And that's just Where's that man Iron Sharp is Iron Man It continues to grow you see kids climb the rankings. Mm-hmm. Kristen R C. She's at South Alabama. She started in the 20s, 15, somewhere around there. Ended up, I think, number two, um, number three, somewhere around there. But like, she was a soccer kid. Didn't really love basketball. But it, like, got into high school. Like, they, she decided to just focus on basketball. Oh, 4.0 student. She's going to South Alabama to be a doctor, right? Because <laughs> you can transition right to be a doctor right out of that. But like to your point to see her grind, like her dad reached out to me, um, just to thank me because you know, when you're dad and you're pushing your kid, you're getting you're push back whatever from the kid, the mom, everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh it was it was it was solidifying the work that they put in because you could see them climb the against two spots, three spots, four spots, five spots, you know what I'm saying? And it just kinda helps solidify the work that you're putting in. Someone's watching and, and they're seeing it, whatever and it motivates that kid to keep working harder.
2: What is next for LGR?
0: That's a great question. Um, Honestly, big picture, man, we're, we're trying to get into the live period, Uh, which is there's only 18 days. So we're trying to get into the live period. And, again, my vision is it's not about the one through six kid, the one through eight. Girls basketball, oh, on average, we have 8 to 10 kids that go D1. Right. We have times where we have kids that, I mean, the, I think 20, whatever COVID year was. What was that? 20. 20.
2: 2020. 20,
0: 20. 20, 20, 20, t- so it must have been a 21 class. That that class had, like, 19 D1 kids, which is, like, crazy. Right? Wow. It's unheard of, right? It's unheard of. If you had 19 on the guy's side, it would be, like, the greatest class ever. Right. <laughs> but like We had 19 on the girls' side. No one really even says anything. But, uh. So, on average, we have, like, 10. So, it's not about the 10 kids. It's, it, I got to find an opportunity at these live periods to get the 11 through 40, 40 looks, right, from Loyola. Loyola, New Orleans, they're in top 25 year in, year out. LSU Shreveport competes for their conference championship every year, year in, year out. Like, LSU, all these NAIs, d two. I mean, how right. like many D2s, D3s and stuff like that. We got to give those kids those opportunities. So as far as what's next, we want to do a a live period in April where we invite those guys to come down and really focus on Louisiana girls, try to jumpstart our girls recruitment. Um, That's big picture, small picture. We got uh, our camps coming up. So we're trying to keep the girls basketball conversation going year round. So in August, we do satellite camps. We travel around the state, um, Bossier, Alexandria, Lake Charles, and New Orleans. And then we invite the top kids from those camps, as well as the top kids in the state, to come back in September, all under one roof. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are familiar with like the John Lucas camp. We're basically trying to simulate that, just gotcha. Louisiana, just Louisiana girls basketball. Caroline Bradley was in eighth grade last year. She she came down for us. I, man, like she like wanted to be there. Right. It was such a cool feeling, man. Like the, the kids gonna be the top 25 in the country. But she like wanted to be at the LGR camp. Parents drove her all the way. I'm talking north, north Louisiana, all the oh, like way down to New Orleans. She's like probably next to next to Arkansas. Exactly, like, like no, Arkansas, Pineville. Arkansas, yeah, in <laughs> It's way up there, right? So she, they drove all the way down. She wanted to play up. I was like, baby, I, I need you to play down. I need you to play with the middle school. She dominated the middle school, but it was so cool to see everybody in the gym be able to see this kid at such a young age, be like. Louisiana's got talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to get back to work. All the post players, like, she dominated a queen of the paint. She dominated that. You don't see post players no. dominate whenever you go five on five in a camp setting. She dominated that. She's leaving with bruises and scratches and everything. Double team, triple team. Didn't matter. Didn't
1: matter. Right? Didn't matter.
0: But, I mean, that – we just try to keep the conversation. We got, we got something every month, man. You know what I'm saying? Just keep the conversation. But up next is camp season. And then uh, we'll follow that up with a big event in October or high school.
1: Keep it moving, man. And listen, before we let you go, Chris, we got to do Chris Faze.
0: Oh, what's that? (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) Here we go. We got to ask you a few questions, okay? Chris Faze, Chris Faze. Favorite coach of all time?
0: Favorite coach of all time. Doesn't matter
1: if it's high school, college, or profession. Your man, favorite coach great, of all time? That's
0: a great question, man. I'm a my favorite coach of all time is uh, Mike Piku, man. He was uh my mentor, my AU coach, uh, a coach with him when I first got started. I didn't mm-hmm. know I wanted to be in the coaching or whatever, um, but he was like what I wanted to be. Like I said, whenever I just wanted to keep growing, so I ended up getting an opportunity bigger than middle school or high school. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, doing my student teaching, he actually had a heart transplant. He's good now. But man, he threw me to the wolves because we did, <laughs> we we did boys and girls, right? Yeah. When you talk about, we did, we had five games a night, so we did, we did seventh grade, seven, or we did sixth grade boys, seventh grade girls, seventh grade boys, eighth and eighth, back and forth. And he he was in the hospital. I'm doing student teaching, and he just threw me to the wolves, man. Like so, like I got so much better throughout that. But mm-hmm. that's just kind of, I mean, that's my favorite coach just because it meant so much to me, you know, it kind of gave me the opportunity to kind of grow and everything. But I mean, Kim Mulkey's is my favorite coach as far as at that next level, man. And she does not do anything special. Nothing special. Like, like, I'm telling y'all, man, please go to practice. Like you can be basketball, football, baseball, whatever coaches, Mm -hmm. you gonna learn something from her. Like she doesn't do anything special, man. Like X's and O's. I'd say she's slightly above average. Mm -hmm. Um, in game adjustments, maybe a little bit above. She's got Bob Starkey and stuff like that. Got a great support staff, but she, the way she gets the kids to buy in, man, is none other, bro. Like, <laughs> just gets them buying. They'll run through the wall for her. Like it doesn't. Like she'll chew them out. I mean, they'll do two hour. I don't know what's legal, what's not. They they pushing the limits. And then hey, all right, go to weights. And they yes, man, they go home. And they come back. Like to get those kids to buy in and believe right. in themselves and everything. Any coach can learn from that you know what I'm saying like her stuff translates to whatever it is you, you just see it like she wins off the court on the court wherever man she's just a winner.
1: she, she going to dominate man favorite shoe of all time
0: favorite shoe of all time i mean i got the j's on you know what i'm saying <laughs> kind of hard to go against going against the j number right? though? You got the 12s on i, I like the 12s i don't know I man. 13 got myself Thirteens, I mean, you can't really go wrong with, with, with any Jays. My what, what what was crazy is when I was in whenever I was in college, we was Adidas, so I got away from her for so long, man. I just <laughs> now I got back to high school, coaching high school, man, I jumped into it. <laughs> but man, I mean, I like I liked the elevens, twelves. I mean, gotta go with the Jays though no matter what. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing better than putting lacing up the the Jays, fresh pair of Jays, watching the Bulls and everything and Growing up as a kid, I think we can all relate to that. Yeah. <clears throat> Again, I think that's what the girls are relating to now. Like, it's, for us, to, we got to really take a step back at LSU women's basketball. All these kids, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, they're living where we lived. Yep. But, like, yep. they can actually go to games and yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Michael Jordan, a.k.a. Fly J, came to their game. Like, that is their Michael Jordan, bro. Like Fly J came to the Zachary's game. Like, that's so crazy.
1: It, make, it makes so much more to him. Favorite basketball player of all time. Two men or women. Men or women.
0: I grew up Jordan. Transitioned to Kobe. Okay. I respect LeBron. I was kind. I'm kind of in that whole little three window, right? <laughs> all, all those guys are like similar, right? Yeah. You know, seeing their their. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, what Kobe. Was gonna do for the game, women's game, man. Like again, like everything seems like it ties back to women's basketball. What Kobe was gonna do for the women's game before he passed, man, was just between him and Gigi being at all the events and everything. Um, like I went to the WNBA All Star game. Like I know for sure they would have been there. Like just uh, uh, that hurt me, man. Like not that he passed, he was my idol or whatever. But yeah, what he was gonna do for the game, the game. Like, man, they just. I don't think people realize he kind of set us back probably 10 years because he was able to just put so much rocket fuel on everything, right? On the, on the game. So, like, imagine what we got right now. Like, you're talking about how the women's game is so popular right now. Mm-hmm. Imagine having one of the biggest superstars, Kobe, and his daughter coming up yeah, adding to that fuel. Add to that so fuel. So much jet fuel, man. So, I'm a Kobe fan because of that and what, he, what I knew he was going to do off the court. Kobe Bryant, man. You got, can't go wrong.
2: Mm. Favorite movie of all time.
0: Favorite movie of all
2: time. We digging deep here, Chris. Man, y'all going way out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Favorite movie. I'm a basketball guy through and through, man. Coach Carter, bro. Coach, Coach Carter. Coach Carter, man. Like, Coach I could, Carter. I can see myself doing all that crazy shit. Locking I can really see myself locking, locking up the gym. Locking <laughs> the gym. With, like weird stuff. Locking bro. up the gym. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did some weird stuff, man. Like, I say go to all these coaches' practices. Let me know when you're coming to mind. I got <laughs> to make
1: sure I'm acting right. I got to make sure I'm acting right. He's going to he lock up the gym. Got to have a, a student come out going to do it. I, I, I want to be on the team, coach. I, I just want to be on the team. It's going to... We're we just there. <laughs> Listen, I watched Coach Carter my son. He was just looking at me like, is this real? <laughs> All these sisters that he had. Exactly. exactly <laughs> we
2: going to exactly. call this play Delilah. Yeah, man.
1: No not, not a question. Favorite... Comedian of all time.
0: Comedian of all time. I don't, I don't really like have like a big time mainstream dude. I mean, of course, Kevin Hart's Kevin Hart, but man, like, mm-hmm. dude, the the comedy house in New Orleans, man. Me and the wife go there all the time. Yeah. I I ain't even gotta know your name, bro. You, hey, you make me laugh, man. You you my dog, bro. Like,
1: <laughs> man, you my
0: dog. Man. Especially if I got some drinks in me, man. We we do the little VIP. You get four drinks, man. Hang out all. all oh yeah, man. comedy house. Comedy house. Oh yeah. Man. You can't beat it over there, bro. I can't beat it.
2: Last question we got for you, Chris. If he wasn't doing basketball, what would Chris Golf be doing?
0: Oh, that's a good question.
1: <laughs>
0: like a uh, dream job, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, stay-at-home dad, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm. And Father life is great. And that's kind of like what I envisioned with everything. You know, stepping mm-hmm. away. That's why I got away from. Um Coaching in college, life on the road wasn't what it was, man. You know what I'm saying? It was fun, but when you got a little one at home, you know, like I said, we got karate today. You know what I'm saying? So right, it's, it's, right. It's a little right. different, man. You got stuff that 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 to keep him going and keep him, give him as much opportunities as, as possible. Um, and then you know, getting away from high school between LGR and high school coaching at the same time—that was difficult, man. It took a lot of time away from. Myself and my family. I'm just a family guy, man. So right. anything and everything I can with that dude and, and hanging out, man. And we had a we've had a great summer, man. He's going back to school. I'm probably gonna enjoy it for a week, but wish the summer was back, man. But uh dream job would just be stay at home dad, man, hang out with him all, all day and kick it, man. How old is he now How he? Five. You?
2: Oh man. How'd your wife feel about you being a stay-at-home
0: dad? Oh, definitely not. That's what I'm <laughs> got to keep Belgium and everything going.
1: For sure. You gotta get you gotta you gotta go. You gotta get out of the crib. <laughs> yep. Get out of here. <laughs> my sanctuary. Yes, I don't need you in here that long. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I, I listen, I, I love my son to death. I, I'm happy schools around the corner. You know, son, son, you, you, you go go get your education, son. You just enough How old yours? Ten. Gotcha. Well, my daughter, my daughter's sixteen, um, but I have a son who's ten. I trust me, I'm ready for him to get back into school now.
2: <laughs> my son is not the problem. It's my daughter. If I gotta watch, if I gotta play Princess, save the princess one more time. If I gotta play My the, Little Pony. I play that phone to the. Forgot to see a little Mermaid one more time. I, I'm. Just, I...
0: there we gotta put a basketball in her hands, man.
2: You don't understand this.
0: Help me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she she's man. sporting events. She all she goes straight to the cheerleaders and the dance team. Lettuce, she gets it from her
0: mom's side. Athleticism. We, we got some girls that, that do both. From, uh, <laughs> she
1: side. got the ball. Yeah. She yeah. got the pawn pom. Yeah, you yeah. do it all, baby. And then when you football
0: when you, games do the cheerleading, when, when you, baseball season come when new. you meet yeah. this
2: five year old Chris, you're gonna be like. Yeah. She just you <laughs> she go you gonna be like dribble She was like okay but we we gonna put the tights on and do the chair. <laughs> Done.
1: Done. She
0: know what you want. <laughs> she know what she wants.
1: Listen, man. First of all, congratulate having you, Chris man. Appreciate you joining the FanView Podcast. Listen, for everybody who's out there, listen, get subscribed, like, comment. Share a friend with a friend. Again, it's FanView Podcast if you're on YouTube. We stream by episodes each and every week. We can't stop. We won't stop. Follow us if you're on IG's FanView Podcast. It's FanView Nola if you on X now. I keep thinking it's Twitter. You are <laughs> it. it's X. I'm still trying to figure Almost out. Why they...
2: <laughs> I woke up one morning. I said, What is this? I Man, my what? wife had grabbed my phone. She's like, um, and I just looked at say. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I promise I'd, i promise, I'd,
1: Please don't open it. Listen, listen, listen. I almost deleted it. I didn't know that's what, what was.
0: Saying,
1: yeah, it was. Yeah, because if it was still blue, maybe. If
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. by it was, being black and it is an X, I was like, yeah, that's pretty shaky right there, buddy.
1: All they, all they was missing was, was two, brother. <laughs> they had two more digital Xs, and it had to go. For
2: real. For <laughs> And make it make sure y'all follow LGR on all social yes. media. Give 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 everybody the um, social media outlets for the uh, for LGR.
0: I mean, first of all, man, appreciate you guys for having me. Y'all you had a load of guests, man. I, I checked it out, man. You guys divvy in a little bit of everything, man. So appreciate you showing some love to girls basketball. Mm-hmm. We do all things girls basketball all the time. Louisiana uh, LGR Basketball and uh, at LGR Basketball, we're on all social media platforms. Except so we we do contact content year-round um for those people that are familiar with like prep hoops we're just like that we're just free uh we make our money off our our events and uh we believe in, in giving back whether it's live streaming games we do all that for free um mm-hmm. you know providing highlights everything you know kids don't grow up you don't grow up like we we grew up looking at a newspaper right correct with mm-hmm. a box scores yeah. and everything
1: advocate time picking you baby
0: we, we do the social media thing you know what i'm saying yeah. we, we highlight Haley brumfield kind of put her, her stats down in there, do like a little write-up, whatever, and uh, just showing love to the girls, man, and, and showing them that you can beat Haley Brumfield. You know, if you keep working, you know, you can get that opportunity. Yeah. And, uh, highlighting as many kids as possible. Like I said, it takes a village. Anybody who wants to help, continue uh, to reach out. Uh, we got people all over the place, man. Anybody and everybody can help, uh, whether it's you know a kid, you know a team, somebody to watch out for. Um, right. We, we wide open, man. My numbers on the, on the site. Um, hey, reach out to us, help us out. Lgrbasketball.com. 100% free, man. Help us continue to grow the game. Like I say, grow our game. When I say our game, hey, I mean women's basketball. Women's
1: basketball. Trust me, I know women's Absolutely. basketball has 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 my attention. I'm I'm definitely looking at the WNBA, just like at the pro level. Yep. Man, you know, I'm I, I got big attention to the Aces,
0: but the WBA Liberty finals on the way, baby. Listen, but the Liberty's right there. Yep.
1: Brianna Stewart
0: is right there. I went to two games last year, man. The environment is insane. Listen, my my, insane.
1: my partner just came from New York, and he went to a Liberty game. Nuts. It's insane, bro. Nuts.
0: The, the All-Star game was was he look, crazy.
1: He's he like, I got to go back.
0: The All-Star game is dope because it's not crazy prices, right? It's 40 bucks, whatever. <clears throat> so you can bring all the kids. You can bring the five-year-old, whatever. So they they see Kelsey Plum are going crazy. They see Asia Wilson. They're going crazy. They see all these kids are going crazy when you're, you're at the – NBA All Star Game.
2: Oh my God, it's an event.
0: They, they uh, the NBA All Star Game, but they're, they're giving away the tickets to like, higher people. Like you got a bunch of older dudes, like no, yeah, hollering and screaming. The WNBA, everybody's hollering and screaming, going nuts. Jewel Lloyd, every time she makes a three, they're going nuts. Like that's just a different well, environment. Jewel Lloyd's
1: just, a whole nother. She's a, she's another level. That's she, why I can't wait to take
2: the car get into the like to watch them. I hope <clears throat> it'll be illegal if she gets on the same team.
0: WNBA getting younger, which is good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no more supers. T-
0: yeah,
1: no more no more Tawazi. It's twizy. been
0: a tough transition, but it's it's it, a good, it good time. It's, right?
1: it's, it's a good time for the WNBA because you mm-hmm. you look at Kelsey Plumley, um, you're looking at John Wilson, Jewel Lloyd. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's getting younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Elena Boston made an All Star team this yep. year, yep. so yep. it is getting came out, the gates. came out the gates. So it's getting younger. But I, what I love about it is that it's getting younger with people mm-hmm. who they're familiar with them early in the professional careers like we kind of got attached to some players towards the end like yep, we kind of saw in my era we saw the Cynthia Coopers and the Cheryl Swoops and the, uh Teresa Witherspoons
2: but you got think
1: in our era when they came like when
2: the WNBA came out Cheryl Swoops had already been playing professional basketball for like eight years, eight years. so for us they're all rookies but like realistically
1: basketball for she's
2: 32 30 you know like it's right. like she's Coming out of her prime, out of basketball. You know, So you know that's why when I they lead. go overseas,
0: you forget about them. Man. Yeah, you don't, you don't know
2: about them. You don't know about them. No and, I, and I think, I think the the to hit on the Lady of Boston, the Lady of Boston, um, part of it is you just came out the final four, and um, like uh, two weeks after the final four, the draft has happened, and then in yeah. the same year, the same year, the final four is, it was in is in March, right? Yeah. I mean, well, well it starts it, to March, it starts to March and, but not, of April. here we are, here we are in August, it's an all-star game, and she's, she's, like, so, like, you didn't, it's not like the NBA, were like, all right, front and happened, they're done for a while, you don't, you're not gonna see, to next uh, year, to, yeah, to the end, of, to the end, to December, Halloween, to Halloween, you starts start, start, to start yeah. the season for, for you, then next year, you know what I'm saying, like, so it's, like, Oh man, I forgot he played at UConn. I forgot he played here. I forgot he played. You know, yeah. So it, their season starting immediately after the
1: WNBA. It, once the it, once it was, it's yeah. a transition, so there's a lot of basketball being played. Cause once the once March Madness happens, you are talking about maybe like a week later, a week and a half later. I mean, the yep. WNBA, happened, then the training camps happened. You know, she's picked first overall. It's it's a steamroll effect. So her name is staying visible in front of your face in terms of, you know, promotion and exposure uh, versus a little bit different when you take the, you know, professional in the, in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy for her, and it's, like I said, it's taking that transition, but it's younger and so to speak, but it is gravitating in terms of, like, watching these games. Now, I was like, I somebody, I'm like, man, they playing some basketball.
0: But it's like you said, the, the parody, too. You got kids coming from South Carolina, next year going to have kids coming from LSU. So, all these fan bases are getting more attached to different people. It's going to funnel it into the WNBA. And, I mean, they got a new CBA coming, so there's going to be more money coming in. Yeah. Once the m- money comes in, then they're going to expand it to 12 teams. That's th-
1: that's th- they,
0: th- they don't want to expand right now because the t- these 10 teams sacrificed for so long. Right. Correct. I mean, it's rightfully so. These owners, these teams need to be rewarded right. financially. Right? Correct. So, They'll be rewarded, and then they'll transition to 12 teams, if not, maybe in 14, after new CBA and everything, TV deal. So, I mean, I think it's going to three times where where it's at right now. So, it's around 90, 112, I think is the max, somewhere around there. So, I think it's going to 3X, which would be great, man. That's kind of where I think it should be financially. And just the growth. I mean, it's still youth. It's It's still youth. It's it's, it's still a young league. So, I'm excited about the, the W.
1: Me too. I'm excited about it. Listen, guys, like I said, mentioned to y'all earlier, get subscribed, get locked in, FanView Podcast. We can't stop. We won't stop. Y'all already know what it is. Again, get locked in, get subscribed. If you're on TikTok, too, don't forget about us on TikTok now. Yeah. We, TikTok-ers. we TikTokers. We TikTokers now. <laughs> We're part of this youthful generation now. Yes, We're part yeah. of that TikTok. And also, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the Walls Talk Network. Thanks for them to, you know, doing this episode for us, if you're on Facebook, if you're on IG, if you're on Twitter, if you're on YouTube, don't forget to follow to New Orleans Talk Network. Don't forget to follow the New Orleans Talk Network. If you're talking about the NOTN app, NOTN Live, if you're on Facebook, it's New Orleans Talk Network. If it's on YouTube, it's New Orleans Talk Network. This network has way more shows than just FanView podcasts. It's probably one of the number one streaming, you know, in terms of podcasts here in the Southern region part of Louisiana, in terms of the New Orleans area. Don't forget to get locked in. Don't forget to subscribe. And again, it's the Fan View Podcast, and we are signing out. Yes, sir. You did. Appreciate I did. y'all, man. No problem. <laughs> It's that boy Fred, host of FanView Podcast. Tune in to the NOTN app weekdays 3:30 for the FanView Podcast. Go to the to watch more episodes of FanView Podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and watch. Step Construction is here for you with a brand new offer. We now provide affordable storage sheds. Stop wasting your money on overpriced storage units and portable containers. Step Construction can provide you with a custom shed that will fit your budget and storage needs. So contact Step Construction today at
0: 504-340-5809 for your own personal quote. Let us help you take the next step at Step Construction.